0: what are you going to do? Are you going to fold? Or are you going to keep fighting and keep going after it every day? And give, 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 give 100%. I mean, yeah, your body's going to be sore one day. I mean, shoot, I have, both my knees are killing me. Both my ankles are killing me, dude. <laughs> and, but that's not going to stop me from saying, oh, go up to the trainer and say, hey, I can't play today.
1: You are now tuning in to the Roughnecks Podcast with your host, Cole Nixon. Much love. Thank you for tuning in to the yet another episode of the Rough Next Podcast. I am your host, Cole Nixon. I try to bring on and interview successful people in the world of business, entrepreneurship, athletics, and coaching every week to share their stories and the lessons that they have learned. If you haven't already, be sure to head over to Instagram and follow us at Roughnecks Podcast and Twitter at Roughnecks Pod C1. We are also on Facebook at Roughnecks Podcast. Be sure to grab the bull by the horns, but let's get into this week's episode. (music) Man, oh man, we are back with another episode of the Roughnecks Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is episode 35 of the podcast. Crazy to think, for me at least, that we are 35 weeks in. That means 35 straight weeks, and we've had some incredible guests. Before we get into this week's guest, I want to talk about what's already been announced uh, by the time this episode comes out, but today will be like the first or second day. The summer launch, the summer sale for the Roughnecks Podcast merchandise will be... Starting on May 16th, this Sunday, well, it'll be after the yesterday from when this comes out, but uh, the 16th through the 22nd, I will have stuff on sale. You must prepay in that time frame for me to be able to get it to you. I have stickers, wristbands, koozies, T-shirts, long sleeves, even some flags. I have limited supply of koozies, stickers wristband well stickers i can get more of but uh limited supply of koozies wristbands and flags very limited supply of the flags. so if you want a flag i think i only have three left so definitely get those um the shirts i have a new design which i've been you know teasing with a lot of people have probably already seen it especially if you follow my tiktok you probably already know the new design but that sale starting the 16th through the 22nd make sure to get yourself some roughnecks merchandise and yeah Joining me this week to continue our adversity segment for the month of May is someone who I go back with for quite a amount of time, Uh, Caleb Scott. What's up, man? Welcome to the Roughnecks Podcast.
0: Thanks for having me on, Cole.
1: Hey, man. I mean, I figured I'd have to get you on eventually. I I probably, Dante's going to be on probably, so I got to get everybody on.
0: Yeah, I've been asking since whenever you started this 35 weeks ago, when I'm going to (laughs) get a chance to...
1: You, uh, by you, wisdom, you for some reason think that you're gonna have the best episode ever. You know, you're gonna get a bring in a million views.
0: <laughs> I got I gotta be on top, you know. So, I'm Tyler
1: Schuster, if you're listening, because Tyler Schuster ha- holds the top episode still, and if you're listening, Schuster, he's coming for you. But there's actually there's a been, lot of pressure on me now. <laughs> there's been a lot of people who have, uh, who have uh, challenged Schuster and haven't quite got there. Chris Bonner was close, but he didn't quite get there. But, uh, we go back not a good amount of time, I mean, from. We didn't really get close, close until what? High yeah. school, like junior year of high it school was, probably.
0: Yeah, I think it was – I think it might have been summer of senior year we started to get real close, started coming over to your house a little bit more. Um, but, yeah, I mean, when we kind – of, kind of when we became captains on the football team senior year, I thought that's when kind of came close. And then ever since, I mean, we've always hanged out every yeah. summer, I mean, every we, winter break.
1: Everybody has those groups that they have in high school and, you know – everybody goes their separate ways but I think for sure of that group me and you I mean Alex wasn't really part of that group but of that group me and you definitely stayed the closest I mean I still talk to Dante but not as much as I talk to you
0: actually I talked to Dante the other day I told him um, congrats on graduating I was very proud of him for that so
1: and it's crazy to think that four years ago we were just some dumb high school yeah. kids doing some yep. dumb things on Friday nights <laughs> for
0: sure I so funny thing is all you guys are graduating, I still got a year left after um this year, unfortunately, but still get to play another year of um baseball still exactly
1: so. exactly man i part of me wishes I could go play another year of i mean I could go play another year of football, but there's too many factors that play into me not doing that yeah, that's that's a lot of money right there too. Yeah, exactly. Especially that's that's was, the biggest man. factor right there. That yeah. is the biggest yeah, fact, for dude. sure.
0: I don't I don't blame you.
1: So uh, I kick off all my episodes by letting the guests tell the next listeners a little about who they are. So tell the listeners who Cal Scott is. By the way, I will call him Cal Scott, probably or Scott, probably not Caleb.
0: Yep. Um, I'm Caleb Scott. Um, I went to Watkins Memorial High School, uh, graduated in 2017. Uh, I currently go to Wilmington College. to play uh, baseball, I play first base. Um yeah, that's about it. Um, gone back with Cole for quite a while now. So,
1: so the first, this is our adversity segment. And I want to ask you this first, like the, I mean, it's a very simple question, but it could go a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. What is the first thing you think of when you hear the word adversity?
0: Um, yeah. Um, first thing I really think of is like when things are going really, really good for you and then it just kind of like takes like a turn and like, it just all goes bad. But you kind of tr- try to keep it right in that middle, the happy medium of, like, a good, solid place, not trying to let things go bad. But, I mean, obviously, they're not going to go good, you know, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. I I mean, you're going to connect to me on this. The first person I think of when I hear the word, <laughs> so you already know exactly who I'm going to say. Coach yep. said it, man.
0: It's, it's, it's funny because that, that I, I almost brought something up about that, but I was like, ah, oh, what, cool. <laughs> say that, by Coach Sev for sure.
1: <laughs> I I was thinking about having him on, trying to get him on this month, but I things I changed my mind. But I'm definitely going to eventually want to have Coach Sev on this podcast. But dude, for our walk, like Pathaskal listeners and people who, who grew up like and were around Coach Sev, you know, like Coach Sev was one of the biggest teachers of adversity. He was always yep. preaching about adversity.
0: I felt like I felt like every halftime you'd hear adversity probably about like seven or eight times just come out of his mouth.
1: Dude, it didn't matter if we were up forty or down forty. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, we could have been at Utica, killing them by like forty points a halftime, but adversity, Varsity, Varsity that, Varsity this. I mean, mm-hmm. and like to the point, I mean, yeah, he's right. I mean, I mean, and he's he's also trying to teach us life lessons also, with the with like adversity I mean even like at work I mean like I bet a lot of people went through COVID I mean adversity through COVID not having a job or something like that I mean I mean even like when our season got canceled last year I mean when you go through like that I mean from you practice in the fall and work up all the way to the winter and you're so excited to have like a 40 I mean for like me like 40 game season and then not even halfway through the season your, season, your season's gone. I mean, I didn't know when we when we got
1: sent home. I didn't know it was going to go. Oh, I no, mean, you, I could, didn't, you could. Like, I got, we went home for spring break. That's when we went home. And then, like, I did not expect to never be back on campus. Like, I did not, no one expected it to happen. I don't think anybody really truly believed what was happening. Yeah,
0: it, it was really weird because, like, I was just laying in my room, laying in my room one day, and one of my buddies came in. he's like, hey, man, they're, they're about to send us all home and I'm like what are you talking about like no that's that's not going to happen we're we're going to stay here but like, shit you not i mean 2 hours later we went had a team meeting in our um facilities um and it was my coach probably had like an hour long talk with us about like what's going on and if you knew my coach you you, you didn't he didn't believe in it until he actually got covid which is the funny thing but he told us it was just another flu, and that we're going to be sound for thirty days, and that we'll come back after thirty days. And I was like, "All right." And two days later, boom, our season was gone, taken away. It was. I mean, I, I mean, very, very passionate about um, about baseball, so I mean, it was very, very hard for me to get get that through my mind that I won't be playing. I didn't get to play last spring. And plus, I mean, I even started off really, really hot. And I had...
1: Yeah, that just and, is an insult to the wound.
0: Yeah, it was it was tough. It was real tough.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel you on that because, like, I mean, I had the similar thing, except, like, we got sent home in the spring, like, and then I had till fall. And, you know, in my mind, I'm like, oh, by fall, we'll be fine. Like, everything's going to be okay. And then, you know, time goes by, and then all of a sudden, there's one day at work where Coach... Texted us and said we're having an emergency meeting tomorrow at like 10 a.m. or something. And I'm like, yeah, that's not good. Like, yeah. if we if it's just a random meeting in the morning, if he's having a morning morning meeting, like something's not right. And I was at work on Zoom, and all and funny guys, the, all of my coworkers were just sitting around me, like, you having a season or not? And they're <laughs> like the the conference decided to cancel the season, and I'm like, like it, what hurt me was I was like, there goes my last year of football. Yeah. That- And
0: I, I couldn't even imagine imagine that. To be honest, I mean, uh, just kind of something that's out of your control. I mean, just that's the thing about adversity.
1: Adversity usually it's out of your control. You don't, And and you have two ways to go with it. You can either, okay, like complain and play the victim, or you can do something about it. And that was like the thing that I, you know, I. I had no clue if I was ever going to play another game. They were talking about a spring season. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm in the weight room every single day. But there was also times where I'm questioning, like, dude, why am I doing this? Like, is it even worth it? But then I realized, like, you know, this might be your last chance to play football. This might be your last opportunity. So make the most of it. Because that's another thing. When I think adversity, I think opportunity. Because there's an opportunity in every type of adversity for something good.
0: Yeah, um I, I kinda kinda agree with you on that. Another um good example that I saw was kinda adversity and leadership is kinda what Justin Fields did this this past August with um the Big Ten canceling till the spring and then he kinda got onto live TV, kinda that big big role model guy in the Big Ten and he kinda he kinda fought for his season. So he could potentially have I mean he did have a season, I mean six what six games and then plus uh, Cf CFB and all that. So but that, that's kind of that's kind of like who I thought was definitely a um, a big big leadership guy and fought through adversity. I mean, he fought basically for his not really for his career, but for like more money or like a better draft pick. So
1: oh, no, he's going through more adversity now, man. He's got a chip on his shoulder after that draft
0: for sure. I mean, the Bears. I mean,
1: I think that's actually we'll a see, decent we'll fit for him, though. I think it's not a bad yeah. fit.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see.
1: So, but you've handled some other adversity yourself, and I want to talk about this in a different aspect because you've gone to three different schools, correct?
0: Uh, Yeah, I went to Eastern Gateway Community College for a semester. Uh, I went to Owens Community College, and then now I'm here at um, Wilmington College. So
1: take us through that kind of, you know, and it's nothing against you. I'm not trying to say anything like that. Yeah, That whole thing of, you know, all right, I'm at this school, and then it's like, all right. I, I got, I'm going somewhere else. And then oh, I'm going somewhere else again. Like take us through like your mindset through all that and how you decide like, well, shit, this isn't where I want to be. And, but I need to, I, you knew you needed to get somewhere else and like, take us through your mindset and like handling that. So,
0: so in high school, I originally was committed or whatever you want to call it uh, to Eastern gateway community college. And the coach there, I met with them three or four times before even a practice like he was he was a great guy he pitched for the cleveland indians his name is jason stanford uh great guy but he um i don't know what happened i still still to this day i don't know what happened but he was let go two days before even school started and i was like well well, well, that's 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 not fair i mean even the players that recruited like me so i stayed there for a semester try to figure things out but yeah i thought I just didn't think I was in a good place at the time. I my roommates, I wasn't a big fan of them and it was just kind of like I was going home every weekend and I didn't I didn't want that for college life. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to feel like I had to go home just to get to away from college. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And like just going going back to there, I remember sitting in my apartment and all I could smell was weed and i didn't want to uh, and you know how i am i'm not not really a big fan of all that stuff and i mean he would just smoke it right there in the room and i felt like i don't know i just kind of felt like i just it wasn't a good place for me at the time but that's and, like
1: that's a good thing to be able to recognize like all right this is not a good place this is not where i should be this is- and and plus i mean like the coaching there wasn't the greatest i felt like
0: something was taken away from me when I was there by having a former pro athlete from go- him coaching me, having his own facilities in Youngstown to not having his facilities to not having that pro. It was kind of a, uh, I mean, I had to, it was, it was, it was a tough decision for sure. Cause I, cause I, I still talk to some of the guys that go there, but it was, Changing of the coaches and all that just kind of killed me and where I was at I mean I didn't like it I didn't really like half of the guys there anyway so I was like it it was just time so then I decided to go to Owens I thought that was the best option for me at the moment and definitely when I got there the guys were awesome coach I, I have mixed feelings about him I'm not a big fan when you're sending guy when you're sitting behind a guy hitting below 200 and you know that you could definitely be at least hitting above 200 but sitting behind a guy that was hitting 200 it was not fun let's Um, stop and talk
1: about that real quick though so that's like because that right there is adversity like that is mm -hmm. something you also can't handle so yeah how what is the best way you think to handle that this isn't a sports aspect but it can be related to life as well um yeah i mean
0: by handling that i mean the only thing you can really do is just continue to be a good teammate you don't want to start skipping practice or I mean like even like even to like really to like a a job I mean you don't want like if something goes bad you don't want to just start like just kind of like shading away from everything you kind of want to just I just kind of kept going at it like I mean I still continue to work out still continue to do extra work and all that I showed up early uh essentially
1: you're continuing to prove yourself
0: yeah exactly I mean, well. Yes, in a way. I mean, I struggled at the beginning of the year that year, but I content, But I eventually started to work my way into getting some at bats um, later on in the year. But I think it was those extra work that really, that really helped me. But like, still, I mean, like sitting behind that guy that was hitting two hundred is no, it's not fun. But I still continued to get my work in and lift and all that so i mean i just didn't quit if anything goes bad in life a lot of people just kind of like lay down and just quit i feel like a lot a lot of people in our generation do that either it's it's the easiest way out yeah it's the easiest way out but i feel like if you just lay down and quit i mean you're just gonna you're just gonna stay there you're a quitter we don't like quitters around here especially me i hate i hate quitters dude it's it's so annoying like when people like we have a lot of people that quit here it is super annoying, especially when you have like somewhat of talent and you just quit out of nowhere because either things aren't going your way or, yeah, I
1: just, dude, quitting, like, I mean, especially at football, dude, we, I mean, we bring in, you know, 40, 50 guys, whatever, every year. And like, I mean, I came in with one of the largest classes Ohio Wesleyan's ever seen since mm-hmm. our, Tom Watts has been the head coach, I believe. I'm, at least I think I'm stating the truth, but, and, there's like six of us graduating this year. Now some of them are coming back next year. So I think there's oh. a handful of guys coming back next year. I think we okay. have like 11 or maybe 12 guys. I don't remember for sure. I can't be a hundred percent, but like, I think there's, there's six of us that are graduating this year. Like mm-hmm. it just goes to show like everybody, I mean, a lot of people too, once COVID kind of happened, I think some people are taking a year. I don't know exactly. There's a lot of different things, but like, a lot of people just quit because oh I'm not playing. I, yeah. What do you part of that problem, I hate to say it, part of the problem is the world because we give too many damn participation trophies. I agree. Yeah. Like I, mean, I am tired of these oh, you got last place, here's a trophy. No. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah. And but also some people will figure out that college sports just isn't for them. Yeah. I mean there 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 is a handful of people that I mean that I've seen not just at Wilmington, at other places that shouldn't be on a college baseball field, or even what I've seen from the football team. I mean, what, what I've seen is some of them shouldn't be on a college football field either. So,
1: yeah, I mean, it's there's nothing wrong with going in and you know, finding out it's not for you, but like here, my mom's one rule that I always had she, would, she always had with me, you know, because. You know, I had my struggles in high school with basketball because you went through it yeah. as well as I did. Like I I struggled with a lot of different things that I won't get into. But, you know, there was one time I'll never forget that I said I wanted to quit. And my mom, she said, no, like as soon as that season starts, once you have that first game, you cannot quit. She said you finish yeah. the season out and then you, you, you want to not play next year. That's fine. But once the season starts, that's the, you, your team's counting on you at that point.
0: Yeah. See, I, I, I never really grew up like that, but yet again, I've also known that, that I never really quit things halfway. I've never been like one of those things that like, Oh, I start something like, but I just don't quit halfway. I got to finish it through the whole year. Like, like last year of basketball, I knew, I knew I wasn't my sophomore year. I knew I wasn't going, I knew I wasn't coming back the following year. I mean, but I still continued to go in and I knew they, I knew they were counting on me to be there every day. Um but I knew I knew I wasn't going to quit during the season. Now after, yeah, it w- I was done. I'd rather focus on football and baseball, focus on baseball during the winter and all that. So I definitely, it definitely definitely just freed up some time for me.
1: Yeah. And like there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with, you know, playing a couple of years and then giving it up. Like yeah, we all, we all played sports and eventually gave them up. Like every one of us, most of the people listening are athletes. And we, we all play a sport and then you know we're all right, it's not for us. And that's okay. But like that's the thing is you have to learn you have to try those things. You have to learn what's for you. You have to fail. I just posted a yeah. video I think on my TikTok where like don't be afraid of failure because like every failure that I can think of that I've had, I have learned way more than my successes. Yeah,
0: because I agree. I'm
1: failure's the biggest teacher.
0: Yeah. Well, the, the, even like this year, dude, like um, during our season, I, I was I was kind of struggling at the beginning. I'm starting to pick it up a little bit. You're um, the
1: home run leader. I don't want to hear it. Aren't you for the team? Not,
0: for the team. <laughs> for the team. Yeah. <laughs> but like I, I was struggling like in middle of the year, I was struggling a little bit. I just it was just my like it was just the mental game. Really, I didn't think anything was wrong with my swing. Uh, but it was just a mental game. I mean, I could have easily just folded over hit, stayed at a 200 average um, and just kind of just cruise through the season. But I mean, like, just like I go, I go kind of running through my day. I mean, um, right after class, I go right to right to the field get some extra work and off the machine and go to practice and all that and then I then I sometimes I stay after um not 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 as much since since I've been able to get to the field early but I mean I could have easily just rolled over I thought there's some obviously some adversity through that too but I just could have easily just rolled over and just kind of been like "Eh, I don't, don't want to be here but I continue to fight I definitely thought that was some adversity I fought through this, um, this spring season. So,
1: And, like, my thing uh, that I always, I've always i always told myself – I mean, I'm not 100% great at it. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm perfect. But, you know, you have to fall to be able to get back up. Was you great. have to have lows to be able to go, like, climb a hill. Like, you have to be at the bottom of a hill to be able to get to the top. Like, it, it, you can't – like, those bottoms are okay, but it's the bottoms that we talked about this last week with Joe Delegrafe. It's not the adversity that defines you. It's how you react. That's what defines you and your character and who you yeah, are.
0: Yeah, I don't know if you saw my um, Instagram post a couple of weeks ago, but it was a, that, that little quote said adversity in, introduces a man to himself. It's always kind of something that, um, that I kind of started to fall along this brain. Um actually a guy um, that plays up on Wallace. He, um, Actually, that's where I got the quote from. Really good dude. But yeah, I kind of, it was kind of like when I was struggling, I saw that quote and I was like, wow. I mean, yeah, it does. It really does introduce, I mean, you as a man, like, how, what are you going to do? Are you going to fold? Are you going to keep fighting and keep going after it every day and give, 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 give 100%. I mean, yeah, your body's going to be sore one day. I mean, shoot, I have both my knees are killing me, both my ankles are killing me, dude. And, (laughs) But that's not gonna stop me from saying, Oh, go up to the trainer and say, Hey, I can't play today. Yeah, and no, it's just full. No, fuck that, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going. I mean I mean we have we have a lot of guys here that oh I rolled my ankle, I I have to be out for three weeks. No, dude, who keep playing. I mean I mean, take some ibuprofen, and whatever, but you just gotta <laughs> keep fighting through it. I mean, yeah, it... Might suck because you you might be a little bit uncomfortable, but just you just gotta keep fighting through it. I mean, it's it is what it is.
1: Oh, dude! I think me and you were we me and you were the same when it came to injuries. I mean, not to toot my own horn, but you know me, I played that whole game with that elbow yep. broken. You know, like you're not gonna keep me out.
0: Yeah, you know, like, no, I, I literally
1: I'm... have to be. My mom, <laughs> now my mom was you know my mom and how she is. My mom always yeah. said, "You do not lay on that field unless you cannot walk." Or you are knocked out. You better walk your ass off that field if you're hurt. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I agree with that statement. Um, well, because the thing too is like, you never know when it's going to get taken away. You never know yeah. when it's going to be your last game. Why are you going to quit? Because oh, my, my wrist hurts. My ankle hurts a little bit. Yeah, can you yeah. still play? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying everybody needs to go play through injury. Like, there's there's times where you should not play. Like, uh, Teddy Houlihan, if you're listening, you should never play another down of football in your life. But <laughs> you never – like, just look at COVID. Look at our seasons. They get exactly. taken away. You never know what's going to happen. Exactly. Like,
0: that, that. that's kind of one thing that's been in the back of my mind. Like, let's say – I mean, I don't get tested anymore because I have the vaccine. But let's say at the beginning of the year I did – Let's say I did have a positive test. I'm I'm out for two weeks. I'm out to th- for eight games right there. I'm like, so I I I try to keep that in the back of my mind. Like this could possibly be your last game. This could possibly be your last game. So that that's why that's why I kind of have that fight in me, saying, basically, you got to keep kind of keep going through. I mean,
1: uh, like the last game thing, man, and like that through, you know, the fall season getting taken away. And then we were told we were going to have three games and we did. And then they threw in another one. So we were going to have four and it was at Wooster or what uh, was our last game, but I didn't know at the time. And I was sitting there. They took the starters out, which defense played like shit. Like I had a terrible game, but I was like, yeah. hey, we were winning, whatever. But I was like sitting there on the bench and I was sitting beside Lucas Cooper and I looked at him and I went, can you believe that it's about over and we were just kind of watching everybody like all happy and everything because it was also our first win of the season we had a rough spring but I mean we were sitting there like ah we got another one next week still and I tweeted this and like my thing was is not knowing the last time I walked off the field was the last time that I'd ever walk off the field was one of the hardest things to handle and it's that's why you have to take be grateful for every single time you play the sport you love, or every single time you see your grandma, you see your mom, you see your dad. Like you have to be grateful for all of those things.
0: Yeah, for sure. See that? I mean, I only I only have one more year left, and like in in, in baseball, I mean, you could have like a weird ass injury. Like I mean, you never know. You might have, you might you might have to have like Tommy John or some of those injuries that take a year to recover from like one of my buddies right now he he has um he's actually at Wilmington he um he went to my juco also but he had Tommy John and dude he's just been he's been down in the dumps lately because he's getting very aggravated because he can't do the things that he's normally wants to do and he I mean he's going through some adversity also right now but I mean he's gonna he's gonna get back after I think he'll definitely help us next year too but he's fine through some adversity I've seen him I mean, I there'd be days that I wouldn't even talk to him because he'd be so down in the dumps. I like he just wouldn't want to do anything. And I'm like, dude, you got to you got to get up. You got to you got to go do something. I mean, even if you could take a walk around campus, shit, you got to do something. You can't just sit there and just eat yourself alive, basically.
1: Dude, that leads perfectly into what I wanted to talk about, because. We talked about a little bit last week with Joe Delagrave when he got paralyzed and, you know, he said the biggest thing were the people that I had around me and what you're doing right now. Like that's exactly what you got to do for some, like one, you need that when you're going through adversity Two, It's great to be that person. That's always there. Like you need those friends in your life mm-hmm. when you're going through some tough shit. Like for sure, you know, me, I've gone through some breakups, where I, I don't handle breakups. Well, I really don't. Oh, I,
0: yeah, <laughs> I know. I don't. <laughs> no, it, it, but, it happens. It's, it's, it happens. I mean, we, I mean, me, me and you both have been there before.
1: So <laughs> I remember sitting in the barn one night and just bullshitting back and forth. Like, but yep. those are the things you need in your life because. Exactly. It, See, like, like when,
0: remember, remember when I called you, um, when I was, uh, I'm not going to lie, I was bawling my eyes out because my mom. She, um, I didn't, I didn't know what was going on at the moment. I just knew I was driving from Wilmington to Columbus. I knew she, she was at the hospital and I knew I knew she wasn't doing well, and I called you, bawling my eyes out because I didn't know what was going on. Like I, I didn't know what was going on, and I got to the hospital as fast as I can, and ended up my mom got a heart attack, and that that was one of the scariest days of my life. Like I still I still remember every moment. I remember walking back to my dorm. I remember, I remember everything, and like I had to miss practice that night, and all I had missed class. And dude, I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, that was one of the scariest moments of my life. Right there was, I mean, potentially. I mean, it wasn't that that bad of a heart attack, but it could have been easily something. It could have been way worse. Thankful, not she. We caught it early, and um, she, 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 she's doing okay now. So that's definitely one of one of like a personal adversity and family problems that I've definitely gone through was that was probably one of the toughest moments of my life was my mom and not knowing what really happened until I got there and I remember I remember she saw my face for the first time after I after she went into surgery and she came out and she saw my face was she knew she I mean you know you know how moms are they know if you've been crying or not and she she looked at me and she just started crying I obviously like cried right back to her and I gave her a big <laughs> hug and just said and I just told her I loved her and very thankful that she's still here.
1: Dude, I'll never forget that night because I'm literally my first instinct was, you want me to come? Like I, I was yeah, ready to get in yeah, the car too. Like
0: let's Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember I, th- I think I think I remember you asking me that. <laughs> so, <laughs> but like that, um,
1: that's the thing. Like you I know you do the same thing for me. Like that's exactly the, I would and just because I don't want to say like only help people that'll help you. Cause I mean, mm. we all like everybody help everybody. Everybody love everybody. E-L-E. But like yeah. it, it goes to show like, you never know, like if you help somebody with their issues, you never know what could happen. You never exactly. know what opportunity that could bring. And I'm not saying you need to help everybody because I, I, you know, it's, a, you, it's
0: impossible to help everybody. Yes. So.
1: Yes. But like you don't be like, Oh, like, you know, I've, Cause we know who, like we knew people that have done it with us. Like you'll try and talk to them about something. They just kind of blow you off. And you're like, like, I, I like actually needed, like I wanted somebody to yeah. talk to, I needed to talk, yeah. like get this off my chest. And you know, like you need, don't be that person that's like, eh, whatever. Like I don't really care about your issues and blah, blah, blah. Like help them. be there for, yeah, them. for sure. So I want to ask you this. I want to talk about handling adversity and, you know, my first thing is like, when you have adversity, don't freak out. I'm guilty of this. I do it. I, you know, yeah. you, know you know me. I mean, I, I, get, feel, I feel like every,
0: everybody does it. I mean, everybody does it every once in a while it does freak out. So, I mean,
1: I've gotten a lot better at it though. I'll say not like trying to toot my own horn, but like, you know, take a second when things are going crazy and just stop and just look at the bigger picture because, you know, uh, you, well, there's always the same adversity makes you stronger and, it's crazy. It might sound a little crazy, but lately, like when things start going wrong, you know, I'll stop and I'll look, <laughs> I'll smile. I'll <laughs> be like, you yeah, know, like, cause there's something on the other side of this.
0: Yeah, for sure. And like, I mean, even if it's like, even if it's like a personal problem or during sports or during life or whatever, kind of, kind of another thing that I've, uh, evolved, I've always followed by is um, don't worry about it for more than five minutes if it's not going to affect you in five years. That's kind of something that I've always kind of lived by. Um, I had a teacher in high school, uh, Miss Barron. God, I, Barron. I miss her so much. <laughs> but she, she, she was the one that actually told me that, and I was like, I kind of looked at it, and I'm like, Yeah, you're, you're, you're right. And like the things that I was worrying about in high school five years ago,
1: <laughs> they don't, <mean> now. <laughs> they, they, oh, they, don't they don't mean anything right no, now. No, not dude. at
0: all. Not no. Like I. No, I'm, I'm perfectly fine now. I mean, they shoot. I mean, even six months later, they didn't really affect me. So
1: yeah. it it's like um, Granger Smith, you know, I'm a big Granger Smith person. Absolutely. But he, um, you know, he talked about, he answered one of my questions on his <laughs> podcast and he talked about it, but then like, he talked about like the issues and he journals and he goes, you know, mm-hmm. every day I'll write down like, Hey, like, hey, does this matter in a year? He's like, yeah. I'm lo- he's like, I'm looking back at stuff for a year from, go from COVID, and like, some of that still does, like doesn't even apply anymore. He goes, it's it's crazy. Yeah. He's like, he, it's one of the things he does, and he goes, every day I'll go back to a year ago and look at what I said. Hey, does this matter? And I'll answer the question a year later. And he's like, it's crazy that like the problems that you think you have, you, you gotta kind of sometimes take a second and really look at the bigger picture. Because they're not always going to be there, and they might not even be there in a day. The other thing, too, is my thing, kind of going back off of what I was saying with helping others and everything, karma keeps score on both sides.
0: Yes, that is very, very true. Definitely do think karma keeps score. I mean, I've definitely been hit with some karma, too. I mean, we've all been there, but I definitely think it does get its way back around for sure.
1: Yeah, like I just posted going back to I'm getting big on the TikTok now, but I just posted the other day on the old TikTok and it was a quote that I honestly thought of. I don't know if anybody's ever said it, but like, you know, it's when stuff's going wrong, a, a lot of us ask why. But you yeah. ever noticed how like when things are going good, no one asks why? Yeah. We all um, think that everything good in our life, we should like we deserve. Do we ever consider that maybe the shit that's going wrong we deserve to, I'm not saying everybody deserves like everything that happens to them, but like, sometimes you got to take a step back and look at, you know, Oh, I got screwed over by this person. How did you treat them?
0: Yeah, like, that's, very, like, that, that's very true. Like, I, I, I've been in, I've been in those shoes too. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying I treat everybody bad, but I mean, definitely I've treated some people in ways that I definitely 100% regret, but yeah, I definitely, agree with you on that um
1: so give me your biggest piece of advice to somebody who's going through adversity what you would tell them any type of adversity no matter how big how small what would you tell
0: them? basically what i would tell someone what to do is basically don't don't labor and fold don't quit don't don't feel sorry for yourself basically you got you just gotta keep fighting get through another day i mean there's always there's always a bright side on i mean there's always there's always going to be you're going to have another good day to to get over that hump or to to get to the next good day or whatever
1: i like what you said about get through another day like take it one day at a time yeah don't basically. don't work too far ahead like just Agreed. slow down you know cuz i feel like especially like people of our age or people in high school like oh what am I going to do for a job what am I you get all worked up and like yeah I yeah. went through it I was, was scared to shitless about what I was going to do yeah. after college see see
0: I mean I haven't even thought about what I was I'm going to do after college I don't want to get in sales but I mean like I haven't really thought about that I mean I mean you just gotta live one day at a time I mean it's all it is
1: yeah I'm graduating with my degree but I'm going to put in pools and stuff back in again because <laughs> I love doing it, but I've, I'm eventually probably going to venture off and do, you know, use my degree. And I, I still don't know exactly what I'm doing because people, you know, especially now I'm graduating, people know and they're like, oh, what's your degree? And I'm like, marketing. And they're like, oh, what, what do you want to do? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Don't, I, don't, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I but, just kind of just kind of live your life. I mean, dude, some is. of the people I've had on who are in their 30s or whatever, they, they still don't even know what they want to do. Like, they, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're, they have a job, but it doesn't mean, or, you know, this was never what I pictured myself doing. Like, it, it happens. I mean,
0: my brother, Brock, he went from working at Best Buy to Chipotle, to AT&T, back to Chipotle, which Chipotle and ATT and Best Buy are all three, <laughs> three completely different jobs. I mean, ATT and Best Buy have very similar, but from Chipotle to, Back to AT and selling phones in stores. To be in a manager and now, sells sells phones to some type of military base, I think. But yeah, I mean, shoot, and he's thirty years old now, and he's just figured it out. Just fig- just figuring it out. I mean, not not. I mean, not we just never, figuring we it out. We never had it
1: figured out. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The questions that I always wrap up with. If you could go back in time, tell yourself one thing. What would it be?
0: Definitely, wish I had better grades in high school. Definitely, one thing. It's not. It's not. It's not. I don't. I don't think it wasn't because I was trying. Definitely it was just easy I,
1: to do the little and get away with it in high school. Exactly,
0: and I mean, being in high school, um, definitely, definitely thought I could have done done a little bit more. Um, especially with me, I am. I am a little dyslexic. Um, I have been classified as dyslexic, but that, that's one thing that I've definitely battled through with my life. I definitely, definitely is getting a lot better since high school. Uh, that's why I think I'm, I almost have like a three, I think I almost had like a three, four GPA in high school right now. So, and in high school, I had like a, I think I graduated with like a two, two, not gonna lie. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So I, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. In high school, I was like, a, two 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 three i had like an 18 on my act which 18 on ACTs. act is, is i, a I got this. a 21 <laughs>
1: twice and said i'm done i quit <laughs> yeah
0: so th- those are the things that i've definitely battled through um and wish i would de- if i that, that's one thing that i would definitely tell myself i mean so it would have been it would made getting into college a lot easier for sure that's why i went to the junior college route was because I could have gone to Heidelberg, but I would have been paying the big bucks to go there. Mm-hmm. The big bucks, like I would have been in debt for the rest of my life. So,
1: that's me. You're, shut, <laughs> shut up. No, you won't be. Uh, shut up.
0: Shut up. Yeah. No, you won't be. You, we'll you've told me. You told me how much you've been paying. Shut up.
1: Uh, it's not fun, but. All right. Anyway, next question is, what are the goals of Kyle Scott going forward? You know, graduations coming into the picture next year, real world. What are the plans?
0: Yeah. Um, so my plans are obviously to graduate. Um, I sh- definitely should be graduating in May of 2022 with I'm a double major in business administration and sports management with a minor in coaching. Um, definitely wanting to get into some type of sales, if that's with a sports team or if that's just selling cars or even selling phones. Who knows? Definitely want to stay in with um, the baseball. Definitely want to coach somewhere. Uh, don't know where. Uh, might just go back to Walkins. I know Coach Sean would love to have me back. I've coached there before. You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens after. I mean, just got to take one day at a time, right? Cool.
1: One day at a time, man. One day at mm-hmm. a time. Yep. So, with that being said, it's time for the best segment of the podcast, which is Motivation Monday. Hey. Before I get into that, though, I got to give a quick shout out to my our other buddy from high school of the group, P. Fair, aka Dante Fair. Um, which I don't know why we always just made the simplest nicknames for each other, with like Cal, Scott, Be Fair. Yeah, I don't know, but I think whatever. I think it was
0: our Instagram names. Not gonna lie,
1: yeah, probably. But um, he made these audio clips. The audio you're listening to right now, as we speak, is made by him. And the new intro music that you hear beginning, um, also him. And the r- official Rough Podcast audio, also him. So, but let's get into the best segment of the. Podcast, which is Motivation Monday. What do you want to give our, our rough next listeners a little motivational bump? What do you have to set the tone for their week on their Monday morning?
0: Yeah, um, basically get after it this week. Don't, if something's going wrong, something's not going in your favor, just keep fighting. I mean, obviously, just take one day at a time. Don't fold over and quit. We don't like quitters here. So keep fighting. There's always sunlight at the end of the tunnel. So,
1: and with that, that's a wrap on the 35th episode of the Roughnecks podcast. Thanks again, Cal Scott, for coming on the podcast. Where can people follow you on social media if you want them to?
0: On Instagram, it's Cal Scott31. On Twitter, it's C Scott2433 or something like that. And yeah, that's all I got.
1: Give Cal Scott a follow. Yes, sir. And make sure to give the Roughnecks a follow as well. Be sure to tune in next week. I have another friend of mine joining the show. This time it's college buddy. But until then, you know the deal. Life is going to throw us adversity and knock us on our asses. Get up, grab the wool by the horns, and control your future. The adversity doesn't define you, but how you handle it does. Keep pushing, and until next week, Roughnecks out. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the roughnecks podcast if you like this episode be sure to rate and review and then subscribe so that you don't miss any of our future episodes if you'd like to contact me you can message me on social media at roughnecks podcast on instagram and twitter at roughnecks pod c1 or you can shoot me an email at roughnecks at gmail.com don't forget to grab the bull by the horns but until next week roughnecks out oh thank you